You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Thank you for tapping into Untapped Keg. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back, and better than ever, all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAV to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. Where the game starts. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. This podcast is part of the Believe Podcast Network. Look us up. Enjoy the show. Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg, our sobriety and mental health podcast. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman. Here with my good friend Monte Ball. How you doing on this Sunday morning? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, man. I really am. Um, feeling really good. Um, you know, we're gonna get into some important topics here um, moving forward with this episode. But the grand scheme of things, um, life is heading in the right direction. I'm, 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 I'm doing well, man. How, how are you doing? I, I'm great. Uh... The weather kind yeah. of took a turn here. Now it's like a nice fall. Reminds me of uh, back home. So 66 this morning is fantastic. Or 66 the high today. So it's 60 something right now. That's perfect. But I'm really excited. And it's a really good morning because we are joined by our friend Waba. Waba is a mental health and variety streamer on Twitch. And they have focused on building an online family of support for people. And they've done a really, really good job. Welcome to Untapped Keg, Wava. Thank you. How are you doing this morning? Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm awake, alert, feeling good, feeling fresh. Feeling fresh. Ready Ready for the day. Awesome. Awesome. I'm loving the background too, by the way. Yes. Loving the background, Wava. What is that? Virtual cam. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what? What's the setting? Is it like camping? Uh, so, or, like, so this is so I literally Google image searched, and this is this is one of my uh, this is one of my backgrounds for my just chatting screen. This yeah. is uh, supposed to be like a sea ski resort cabin in the mountains. Okay, um, so it's just supposed nice. to be like really comfy, cozy sweet. feel. Yeah, sweet fam for life. What is, is that like Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur or something like from Pokemon or something no, up there? Those are cats. Are oh those no! Cats? 
You're talking in the fam for life thing. Yeah. I was talking about the other corner. Those are cats. I'm like, what are you talking about? Those ain't Pokemon. <laughs> no, those are Pokemon. Yeah, those are okay. Gotcha. I'll give you two get I'll give you one guess on which Pokemon that is. It's not Bulbasaur. It's not Bulbasaur. That is not from Gen 1. Therefore, I will not get it right. It's not from Gen 1, but it's, it is from Gen 2. Is it from the Squirtle family? I don't not, know. Not, not the little ones, but the... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, my, I'm an uncultured swine. <laughs> Clearly, y'all didn't do your homework. Do you, do you want to know how I got the name Waba Streams? Please. Yeah, that's a great segue. That is uh, awesome. <laughs> I appreciate this. Um... <laughs> so so um i've always uh and this is kind of like very weird a bit but always associated myself with a particular pokemon uh known as wabuffet uh that's spelled w-o-b-b-u-f-f-e-t and that is wabuffet up there okay and those are those are why nots which are just the baby version of wabuffet um (laughs) Uh, just because I've always, I've always uh, felt myself as to be someone who can always come back uh, twice as strong from literally anything. Like I've, I've been through so much shit in life. On, I'm sorry. Can I curse? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've been through a lot of shit in life, and I've always come back twice as strong. So I've really associated myself. Like literally, I, I was looking at. I don't look at Facebook often, <laughs> but when I do, um, I see like old memories, and I'm like, wow, I associated myself with Bob of it for, from such an early age. So it's just kind of stuck around. So Waba and I stream and it's spelled W-A-B-A. So I don't step on any Nintendo copyrights and they don't try to right. shut me down later. <laughs> that's a, then, that's a good idea because they ain't afraid to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, they got they got people that just sit out and watch for that stuff. Some some attorneys, trademark infringement lawsuits. But uh, Waba. So it's just one word, right? Waba streams, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's awesome stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right into it. RJ, I'll let you take it away, man. Well, so we met Waba through uh, Twitter, and it was actually Jenny kind of connected us. Um, everybody knows Jenny. She's been on, and uh, she's always there in the chat, having good nuggets over there. Just wonderful. Jenny's um, great. So she, you were doing a month, was it June, about... Um, substance uh dependency or july anyway it was june or july yeah (laughs) it was one of the j's so yeah you had tweeted out asking about uh like where you know Mm -hmm. people's substance dependency comes from july and i answered Mm -hmm. and you thought you know the answer was a pretty decent one so uh i dm'd you and i just was like hey you know we do a podcast on this so if you need someone to come on and uh and i checked you out that time just like super wholesome streaming like really calming and uh yeah really great place and we came on and we had a great time so we asked if you'd come on here and have a conversation with us so i kind of want to go to your start of streaming because Mm. you have such a wholesome and a uh a really kind environment that you created around this community like when you. you started streaming what, mm-hmm. Were you setting out to create that, or were you, did that just happen around your personality? Um, yeah, actually, really. Um, when I first started streaming, like I okay, so so obviously I was one of those pandemic streamers, right? 
Um, and, you know, my goal with it from the get-go was I want to do something related to mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I want that to be a part of my stream somewhere, somehow. I wanted mental health to be, like, the forefront. Um, and I don't know when exactly I did the first Mental Health Monday, uh, but basically kind of after I started meeting some people in the in the Twitter sphere and in the Twitch sphere, um, I was like, okay, this is, can be great. Like, I can invite people on and we can talk about mental health together. We can talk about experiences. And it became a topic of the week, um, which then eventually transitioned to a topic of the month, which was a whole lot easier. Um, and I used to have four guests on, so I had to find 16 people every single month. And then I was like, that's a lot. Um, wow. And and other people said, like, yeah, it's a lot. And I had five people on at one time, and it was just, it was a lot. I was like, you know, this is this is getting away from what I want to do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking time away from people. So I've I've actually put it down to now two max maybe three i'm I'm actually gonna have three on this monday um and i'm a little nervous about it but i know all the people so i know that there's actually gonna be a good balance of what's going on um but yeah i've i've narrowed it down just to two people at a time um so they can showcase you know their stories you know speak on their experiences and have a really good conversation, honestly. Um, so yeah, it really was kind of like a thing from the get-go that I wanted to do something with mental health. I wanted to create an online family, uh, something that maybe not a lot of people have. I definitely wanted it to be obviously an, uh, you know, an LGBTQ safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of become one of my slogans is whenever I get raided, I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Welcome in. My name is Wabo. Welcome into your mental health talk place and queer safe space. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself out there. You know, just a very simple, just way to show that, hey, we're here to love and support folks and we care about you. Why is that? Hmm. Why is that? Um, well, let me let me let me rephrase this question. Um, you know, you you went about and started the podcast, uh, started your streaming, mm-hmm. um, all of the above. Um, you, you, you may have, you know, talked about it a little bit, but I kind of want to dive a little hmm. deeper into that. Sure. Why? Why is that important to you? Why was that something that you wanted to go out and do? Um, um, and this time, why? Well, why is it important? I mean, I, I think the timing couldn't be better in a way. Like, I, I know that sounds really corny and canned, but I really feel like you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people were feeling isolated. They were feeling alone, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, if there's something I can do to make people feel not so alone, and I myself dealing with my own feelings of isolation, um, you know, despite the fact that I live with my partner and a roommate, you know, you can still feel very alone, especially mental health wise. Um, you know, so 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 it was part in that. It was also part in kind of a selfish de- decision of, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff, um, but I also have a master's in mental health counseling, so maybe I can use this in some way to help other people because I'm not going to go for my licensure. I'm just not, um, which sucks, but whatever it is, what it is. Um, so I'm like, you know, maybe I can use this in another way. Like I'm never going to be anyone's therapist. And I knew that from the get go. I had that boundary from the very get go. Like I'm not here to be someone's therapist, but if I can create a nice, lovely community where, you know, we can just learn to talk to one another, learn to listen to one another more than anything else. Um, 
then that'd be great. And mm-hmm. it's that's been my goal and stays my goal. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's important. I, I think that's that's really the reason why RJ and I went about with Untapped Cake for for very similar reasons. Kind of this online community, the online support um, from a sort of non clinical, mm-hmm. you know, you know, route. Um, the, you know, white lab coats can be intimidating. I'm not saying there's there's anything wrong with that. Obviously, education is extremely powerful. Very, very powerful, especially when we're talking mm-hmm. about addiction, especially when we're talking about codependency, et cetera. But, right. you know, some folks, you know, want to just say, like, you know, you two dads, how are you guys still staying away from alcohol? So, Wobble, my, my next question to you, and I'd love for RJ sure. to take it away after this, but um, when it comes to your, you know, your streams and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously you don't have to provide us with actual names of any folks but like what's some of the feedback that you're receiving since you've since you've started like what what what's your community talking about um so i've received various uh, not consistent but various feedback over the months over the year that i've been streaming year plus um and all of it including like during mental health mondays as well when i'm feeling particularly low and people want to you know give me encouragement um, you know, it's mostly just kind of like, you know, you are making a difference and, and, you know, you talking about this opened the avenue for me to have a conversation with, with my parents about this thing. Right. Um, or like, you know, I really like this talk because it made me feel like I wasn't so alone and I'm like, then I fucking did my job. Um, cause that's like, that's my main goal for every single stream is if I can make someone feel not so alone in the world, make them feel like someone does give a shit and cares about them, then great goal accomplished. Yeah. Um, that's where, it, that's where it's at for me really. Yeah. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you. <clears throat> so you, I, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still, I look at your discord. I'm a lurker. I don't really post much. I don't right. post much honestly anywhere i'm just that's the kind of person i am but um you have a very active community and you stream a lot where do Do you find the energy to uh have your schedule so full because right now it is not your full-time job so no it's not (laughs) is it the community that helps give you energy when you're in there and you're talking with them and they the feedback because you know you do have a lot of fun on your streams and it's awesome it's fantastic to see um you know you're Um, someone whose energy is infectious so thank you oh thank you um that's really sweet to hear um yeah honestly um i've i've told my chat before that like um so so like two things yes absolutely my chat does definitely can drive my energy and it and it's a and it's a nice uh uh vicacious oh, what's the word i want to use i think that's the word vicacious cycle of of just like good energy coming back and forth you know like i put out energy i put out where i'm at and chat puts out where they're at and like we come together and we build each other up in a way you know i'm definitely not like a like positivity streamer right you know i'm not forced positivity that's ridiculous um so you know yeah. i'm i'm just my authentic self all the time i i literally told you 
um, that, you know, before we started this, um, that last night, I literally stopped and sobbed for like five minutes um, because of of this gamer playing called Shady Part of Me. Um, you know, I am 100% just my authentic self. I, I don't have anyone else I could really be. So it's not, this isn't a persona, you know. I, my energy levels is, is where it's at. And definitely I'll say chat, you know, can drive me onward and can like keep my energy up in a way because that interaction really feeds me i'm like a secret extrovert i don't want to admit i am but i am (laughs) um but yeah it really it really does you know give me a lot of energy to know that i'm helping people or at least i'm entertaining people in some way um so yeah absolutely um i forgot if there's something else i wanted to say but yes Um, so kind of building off that you have your mental health Mondays and you have, Mm -hmm. you put out your stream schedule. Yes. Um, are there any days that you really look forward to the most? Like, do you look forward to your mental health Monday chats the most? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, the way my schedule is, is situated now, um, because I just took Wednesdays off the docket, um, because of scheduling issues with my D and D groups, so so literally the way my schedule is set up is basically like an extended weekend with Waba. <laughs> oh, I should use that. I should write that down. You should extended write that down. That's a good one. <laughs> I think it's actually brilliant that you have your um, what is it called again on Mondays? Mental uh, Mental Health Monday. Mental Health Mondays. I, I don't know why. I just my brain just just went crazy right there but i think it's wonderful that you have those on mondays because kind of the the sunday scaries that come about and people aren't looking forward to monday so you place that on monday so you have something to look forward to on like right. the work day of the week right no one likes mondays so i'm yeah. just like all right well mental health monday you know let's fucking talk about our feelings let's talk right. about where we're at let's talk about our self-care stuff you that's know? brilliant um, um it's technically like the last stream of my stream week say so to speak because I, I stream right Friday and then Saturday morning, starting next week. Um, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and then Monday afternoon slash night. So, and that's busy the wrap up. So busy, busy weekend. I yeah. mean, I think it's it like 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 we've been talking about. I think it's important because, mm-hmm. um, especially while we're living through a pandemic, stuff has gone virtually. Folks are a little nervous. Still about yeah. going in crowds, going around people, all of the above. So I think it's important that this online community came about. And I just wanted Great. to, no, I appreciate you answering that. I really wanted to understand a little more about your community, what's being said, you know, how are they feeling? How are they receiving your information and all that stuff? So like how in depth do you, you know, this is kind of a vague question. Mm-hmm. Since no, how in depth do you usually go like with your, like your mental health Mondays? I know that we, we, we did one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here on Ted Keg, but um, like, do you do you really provide your education, um, or utilize it? I should say when when it comes to these mental health Mondays. Yeah. So I I try to. Um, mm. I don't always necessarily. I'm not always necessarily an expert, say so to speak, on any particular topic. Um, yeah. I like to think I have a good body of knowledge. Um, but I, I do try to do my research when it comes to things that I'm unfamiliar with, but first and foremost, I let my guests kind of 
lead the conversation in a way. You know, I, I really just see myself as a facilitator and to hold a space for the conversation. Um, but I'm not ever really necessarily an expert, and I'm definitely not an expert on people's unique personal experiences. And that's really what my what the you know show I say I suppose you could call it um is about. Um it's it's about getting to what a person's experiences are, why, you know, why, where they came from, why they came from there, you know, what's going on for them in the past and what's going on from them now. What was their journey? Like the whole, like the, get the complete picture. And as far as like, how deep do we go with that? The answer literally depends on how comfortable is the person talking about all that. Um, Cause I've, I've told folks, listen, you can say anything. You can say anything. Like if it, if it's going to be triggering, that's fine because I literally put out into my chat, hey, trigger warning, we might be talking about some really like potentially triggering really deep shit, like potentially like traumatic backstory TM kind of shit going on here. Um, yeah. And I feel like my generation in general really relates to learning people's traumatic backstories, TMs first, and then three months later, you learn that they have two cats and a dog, right? Um, and that's no, that's kind of a joke, but it's also no joke because it's the truth of the matter. Um, but yeah, I, I really just, I don't, I don't press people to, you know, say everything, you know, it's obviously it's not a therapy session. Right. Um, but I do try to be mindful and do aftercare and stuff. Um, and just, you know, talk about, talk with them for a few minutes afterwards as well. And just be like, Hey, I hope everything's okay. You know, like especially if something got very intense and emotional for them, you know, um, because it depends. It really depends where where people are at. And I and I said, you know, just speak as comfortably as possible about whatever. You know, I'm not going to press you for like details and be like, oh well, how did you do X Y Z thing? And oh, why was that? And why did you think that way? Like, I'm not judging people. I don't. I'm not judgmental. I'm just right. here to ask you to tell your story as authentically as possible. So yeah. That's one, you know, that's something that we've also found because, you know, we talk to a lot of people who are very vulnerable and we try to be vulnerable with everybody out there too, because Mm -hmm. we feel that if we can't be vulnerable, how can we expect others to as well? And plus, you know, we've, we all have low points and we want to let others know that just because for an hour, it seems like we got our stuff together. It doesn't mean that we do. Right. Um, I that's, feel. <laughs> that's something that like we, you know try, I, I try to speak very honestly and amongst us too about where our mental health is at the time so mm-hmm. you to be out there and be comforting and put other stories out there too just it helps to you know what we talk about all the time and i'm sure you do as well break that stigma that is out there mm-hmm. you know we're all trying to trying to make mental health be as you know just it's not just breaking the stigma, but normalizing uh, mental yeah. health as much as, you know, getting your, maybe going to the chiropractor and getting everything realigned. Maybe, right. you know, just going to the doctor for your yearly physical. Like, right. that's, yeah, that's the goal. That is the, that's goal, the ultimate right? goal. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. bringing it mainstream. Just, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's helping so much. I mean, that's, that's the reason. Yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. There's this huge push, has always been this huge push for physical health, but we're just trying to get the mental right. health part up on the same level, the conscious awareness, uh, collectively speaking, to everybody like, hey, 
you got to pay attention to what's in between your ears as well, too. Uh, just as important, if not more, way more important than your physical health. Because if this is not together, then right, it's not going to work in sync. So I think this is a very, very important conversation. So Waba. Yes. Waba, Waba, Waba. Yes. So I don't know if we shared it. Did, did we talk about the background? Were we on air? Talking yeah. about the... Uh, yeah, that was the very start of the conversation. <laughs> I know we were... But here's the deal, like we go live, but we don't start until like That's... A, a, a minute into the sh- uh into the, the yeah. live part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still I'm still I'm still loving the background. I, I, I really, really am. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh it's it's funny. I, I debated uh between between this one and the one that I'm currently rocking for my just chatting screen, which is the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. But I was like, nah, this one looks the better. Cozy yeah. purple shirt. I really like the cozy yeah. one. Like I can feel I that love it. fire in there. Like it's right? just, man. So so typically, uh can I show this? <laughs> Don't worry about it. You can't even hear it. It says it's it's had us saying come catch Wobble Live only on Twitch. Nice. Um but I love it. Yeah. This is my normal just chatting screen. Okay. And Chat chat just goes up the up the screen there like that. I've scheduled that's my cat cam if it was plugged in, but it's not because it's my phone. So yeah. <laughs> but that's usually how it goes. Is we kind of just chat that's there. Fantastic. That's that's something that yeah, like I you know, I commented before we went live, like <laughs> the technology you have there, which you know, it may not seem like a lot, but to me a monster it's like magic almost. Like we're still learning how to do everything. We just started using thumbnails like Two and a half weeks ago, it's like, nice. We're yeah, I saw up. it. It looks really good. <laughs> it looks really good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, slowly, early. We are the torch. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I work outside with my hands because uh, computers <laughs> just you know I can get by, but I can just get by, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I am no wizard. Um, All right. So, <clears throat> when you started your mental health Mondays, and then mm-hmm. you're talking about uh, the video game. Um, goodness, I can't remember it. Shadow go with, Shady go with you? Sh- shady, par- shady part of me. We just shady started that yesterday. Okay. Yeah. How often do you get games that, because games right now are, they're creating, you know, Celeste is obviously like mm-hmm. right there, relating to your mental health. How often do you kind of do th- find games like that or you know is it just happy coincidence when it happens honestly not often enough um i have i have several series going on the going on the channel right now um and shady part of me not is not in the normal rotation right now but it probably should be um it's 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 actually kind of rare that i have those games i do like storytelling games a lot mm-hmm. um but i also i don't know mm, i like the games i like you know i like a lot of oh, nintendo games i understand i'm that. playing metroid sunday slot was deltarune which is another like very story driven mm-hmm. kind of game um but i have to wait for the other chapters to come out so in the meantime we're doing skyward sword because i want to do skyward sword that's that's today actually um <laughs> and i'm really excited because i've never played it before so i'm excited to experience that um, I'm a big Nintendo fan, but I definitely want to play. I do want to play more mental health related type games. I've been given a lot of like various ones uh, to play through. Oh, I know one that we recently played and finished, uh, Psychonauts 2. 
Oh, really great game. Yeah, that's a really beautiful. I've heard amazing well things about it. It is very well done. It is very good story based. It is huge mental health wise. Um, I was thinking I'm making like a dissecting kind of like YouTube video about it a bit because I've seen a few going around and I'm like, I kind of want to talk more about this and go in depth with it. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like a when it comes up, it comes up, you know, and we'll start it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, Mons, I don't know if you know this, but Skyward Sword is a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Zelda. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, what's your favorite game? <sighs> Shit. Um. You said well, you said Nintendo, that's so kind uh, of then personal question. I'm like, as soon as the first thing that popped in my head was Ocarina of Time. Absolutely, because that's my favorite game. One of. I never actually completed <laughs> Ocarina of Time. I have it on the DS, um, and I've been playing through it. So I really need to get back into it, though. Um, I heard that's I a think... definitive version. Is the DS version? I'm really? not even joking. I'm not. I'm not joking. That's like, wild. I, I would think the original. I've heard that the DS had a little bit of some minor upgrades that helped make the game yeah. better. So yeah, I agree. That's agree what. That. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. It definitely is like more apparent where you're supposed to go in places. So, um, I think. All right, I know this is old game, but one of my favorite games is Pokemon Crystal version. Um, okay. it's, it's the I second generation that. game, so that's silver and gold, and then they made, came out with Crystal. Um, and that's one of my favorite games of all time, just because the second generation of Pokemon has a lot of nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. I, I played that so much. Um, my first level 100 Pokemon, Typhlosion, was in that game as well, and it's just yeah, it, it's, it's it's very special in my heart. Good, that's good. Awesome. My friend growing up is uh, a diehard. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say Packers fan, just because I'm so used to saying diehard Packers fan for RJ. Diehard Pokemon fan, like yeah, uh, still to this day actually. So yeah. so I've, I've I've heard that before. He's most definitely mentioned that before. It's funny. I was playing a ROM hack called Crystal Clear, which is Pokemon Crystal, but with like a lot of added side story stuff. Uh, but like a fool, I tried to play a Nuzlocke without knowing anything about the game. Bad decision. Um, and I get and I got burnt out with it, so I stopped playing that on my Friday slots. And then they announced Metroid Dread, and I was like, "All right, great. I'm gonna switch to playing the Metroid Prime games now." <laughs> so let me ask you a question. That's gonna make me sound really ignorant, and I'm yeah. okay with it. What? Okay. What exactly is a Nuzlocke? Because I see that all What's the Nuzlocke? time. Okay. And I'm not yeah, exactly yeah. sure. So, so what a Nuzlocke is is it's it's you play you play a Pokemon game, right? And you have to nickname all your Pokemon. Um, you can only catch the first Pokemon that you encounter in any given route. Um, and if you miss your chance to catch it, then that's it. You can't catch another. Um, if a Pokemon faints, it dies. And you have to either release it or put it in like a Pokemon box that is like your dead box. Mm. Um, and yeah. And like there's certain that's just like the basic rule set. There's other rule sets uh, that can make it harder or easier. Like no items or no held items. Um, you know, only, you know, only, you know, shiny claws. Like if you encounter a shiny, well, like, okay, it's okay. You can catch that. Or like legendary is okay. You can catch that as well. Um, I saw someone do one that they could only catch Pokemon Mm -hmm. that were, or use Pokemon that were shorter than themselves. 
and that i was like shorter than themselves that's hilarious i was like i don't know exactly (laughs) what what that means but that seems that seems fantastic to do so all pokemon have have heights right they have canonical heights yep so you could just look it up and see like all right well i'm six foot so is this pokemon shorter than me (laughs) well and, and then they have the ranges in there too, so you might have a, a range that is you could use that Pokemon, but it has to be shorter than you than maybe like the one that you had a chance to catch. Mm-hmm. Might be taller, I don't think, right? No, Pokemon don't have ranges. They, they don't all have, have ranges. Set, I thought they, they did. They have a set height that's like canonical. Yeah. I mean, there are some situations where it's like, oh, this Magic Carp is twenty nine centimeters or something. Um, but it's just cosmetic. It's just text cosmetic. It doesn't actually affect gameplay or anything. Okay, okay, that must be what it is. And so, yeah, yeah that was. I thought that that was uh, that was really funny. So uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure exactly what it meant, but I thought it was funny that they, when they posted that. It's great. So, Wapa, when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to your streams, um, yes. what what's some of the what's some of the most wholesome moments? Yeah, and again, I'm I'm assuming there's there's plenty, but if you had to just like nail down one or maybe two, like wholesome moments, like for you when you hop on, you got a good group of folks that are watching, typing, interacting. Like, what's what is what is that like for you? So, your first question was, "What's my most wholesome moment?" And second, "What is yeah, it like for me?" Question, but like, um, in a sense. I think my most wholesome moment is just kind of like a collection. As you said, there is a lot of them. Um, It's a collection of moments when someone comes in chat and says, Hey, Waba, I'm having a really rough day today. Um, And I just immediately um, try to be supportive as possible. And just, you know, can we show some love? And, you know, I think that's worked really, really well. And I should probably use it a bit more often. Um, and just, you know, chat spams hearts or just like offers words of encouragement or support to other folks. And, you know, to see that shit really warms my heart because it means that like, you know, I kind of taught them well, kind of say, so to speak, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really leading a good community here right. and that's the best thing I could ever hope for, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that. Honestly, yeah, that's as we've already shared plenty of times. It's some it's so it's it's needed nowadays. It's online yeah, safe space community, especially for our youth, because social media can get extremely to- not can get yeah. is it is toxic. toxic. It's toxic. Hundred percent. Yeah, and for sure. This is stuff that folks really need to start exploring. If if yeah, some you don't even have to be tech savvy, but right just kind of learn a little bit of the basics because yeah if you're struggling with connecting with folks in person yeah. or struggling with connecting with folks via social media which is mm-hmm. a very toxic environment yeah you got to check out right. twitch mental health streams youtube live stream yeah. because these systems and again i'm speaking to our audio listeners here obviously YouTube, mm-hmm. you um you you uh both know this but um you know, we're able to moderate, just like you said, Waba. You control the environment. Mm-hmm. You can push out folks who are toxic. You can spread yeah. the love, um, et cetera. So that's just, and again, some people think this stuff is cheesy, but it really helps. It really actually no, does. No, it does. It does. I, I don't I don't give a shit what other, listen, <laughs> yes. this is my approach to like <laughs> social media. This is my approach to content creation in general. I don't give a shit what other people think. If I'm creating something that I'm proud of, 
and that at least one other person has said that they're benefiting from it, then I'm going to keep doing it, you know? Because I'm, I'm certain that I'm not alone and they're not alone either in thinking right. that way. And I know a lot of people think that they're alone, but I don't want ever anyone to ever feel like they're alone. Like, that's, that's the killer yeah. slogan that I try to say a lot. It's just like, you know, you're never alone here in the Waba fam, right? Freaking like fam for life. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we really, you know, we just try to show love, show love. And that's fantastic. That's where it's at. So, of course. kind of bridging off that, we've mentioned it before on the mm-hmm. podcast, but I don't know if I really mentioned it well. Uh, so, mm-hmm. if people are struggling with uh, substance dependency and addiction, mm-hmm. and you're on Twitter, you can follow hashtags. Mm-hmm. And there's a great yes. community around the hashtag recovery posse. So, if you go on nice. and you look up recovery yeah. posse, at, like that's that's actually we found that community through. Uh, sober lady Nikki, who's over in England, who had a tweet go viral about her um, <clears throat> being an alcoholic and then her going mm-hmm. sober and her story. Um, awesome. That's how we found it. So we started following it. And that's it's really wholesome. Like, that's really cleaned up my Twitter feed, especially because, I mean, as us as alcoholics, it's everywhere, right? I mean, right. <laughs> alcohol consumption, even on Twitch, even on podcasts that I listen to, like anniversary streams, they just get as you know, just blasted like part of what they, you know, their goals are, well, drink this shot, drink that shot. And then you hear them like slurring their words. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I kind of crave it sometimes listening to people slur their words. Like I remember that point and I, I remember the good memories, but then at the same time, like I would drink till I'm blacked out. So I wouldn't stop there. Right. Right. And stream and I'm drinking all the bottles we got, we can't waste this alcohol. We got to finish it kind of a thing so i just mm-hmm. want to throw out there the recovery posse hashtag like if you if you awesome. follow that hashtag of like and then you reach out to anybody who's on there everybody's been is just awesome at responding so you're really not alone um one thing that i wanted to ask you about Wawa, mm-hmm. and you don't have to answer it because it might I'm going be a to. little bit um personal but uh, before stream, when I was when we were talking about how to introduce mm-hmm. you, you mentioned you wanted to create a, a family by choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> why did Why did you want to really establish that f- family by choice? Because that hit me in the heart, and I really appreciate that. And that's mm-hmm. something that I think differentiates the younger generation and the older generation. Is that understanding? So- yeah, so I'll give I'll give my meme answer first, which is I fucking hate my mom because she's a narcissistic bitch and she can go die in a fire. Um, but You're right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell yeah. us how you really yeah. feel, right? Yeah, 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 that's how I really feel. Um, but the other, like, uh, probably more canned answer is like literally, you know, think about it. think about our generation, think about where we're at, think about pandemic, think about the LGBT community. That's really where it comes from, you know it's always been a thing like even older generations kind of like recognize this older older queers older gays will recognize this as we've always been trying to create um our own family we've had to choose our own family because our blood family has often pushed us to the wayside so especially in the queer community we've we've been forced to to create this family of choice so i'm just like all right well let me extend this to not only you know people in the queer community, not only people who have dealt with mental health, but anyone else who needs a family out there needs some little extra bit of love and support, you know? 
Yep. That's where it came from. That's where the idea came from in a way, you know, and I've always been, I've kind of raised myself in a way um, with that, that friends are more meaningful to me than my blood family ever will be. Like I never really had a lot of strong, familiar ties. Like I lived with my mom and my dad, the rest of my family was in Massachusetts and I didn't really connect with them too much. They didn't really connect with me too much. There were, there aren't many of them either. So it's just like, whatever, like family didn't really mean anything to me. And I had to find my own meaning in my chosen family with my friends. So mm. that's been a more meaningful connection for me. And that's been a more meaningful uh, bond for me. And now I can, I have this ability to create it online and I have this ability to recruit more people into it online. And it's great. <laughs> of course, you also, you know, say that and it's like, Oh no, it's a cult. And I'm like, no, it's not a cult no. because you can make your own choices and mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be here. And I tell people like, there's no, there's no expectations here. Just, just Except be nice. You have just to be drink nice. the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink the Kool-Aid no. of, of not being a dick to people. That's all I ask. <laughs> you know, I think that's, wow, but that's important stuff right there. Yeah. So that, that now, now it make now it all makes sense. Um, your passion, your drive, because you, you personally know how some folks feel if, you know, they are pushed to the to the side, and yeah. feel isolated from their blood family, and Absolutely. you know we're humans. We need human interaction, um, whether it's in person or online. It's just how we how our brains are wired, and that that that. I'm sitting right here learning a lot about you, Waba, and that just kind of put it all into place for me. So I appreciate you sharing that because that's important stuff. Understanding someone's background, like why do you do what you do, yeah, and and why are you why are you so passionate about it? And that just answered it. So wonderful. That's wonderful. I I asked that question Thank because you. I've used um that with my my own family because mm-hmm. uh, my parents moved away from their family. Uh, when I was younger, well, before I was born, um, mm-hmm. and my closest family was six plus hours away, right? So, I, mm-hmm. my uncles and aunts were our family friends. Like uh, my cousins were my friends, and trying to explain that to people, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. we went to go visit them, but nobody ever came to visit us. So, right at that point, like. My friends were, I was way close with my friends than I was with any cousin. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I didn't understand growing up until like, you know, Mons and uh, my partner, like they were really close with their cousins, like mm-hmm. best friends. And I was right. I just, that was foreign to me. I didn't understand that. It's concept, so foreign so. to me. I, I'm so dissociated from, from my own family and I just, I don't get it. Like, and I also, here's the other thing too, that I really don't get. And I have trouble like conceptualizing in my head is I see other families with like such a fucking like fair weather friend kind of attitude towards their kids or or towards like, you know, especially towards their kids of just kind of like, you know, well, you know, you're not useful to me anymore. So I'm not going to talk to you or like. You know, I'm going to complain that you don't call me, uh, but am I going to make an effort to reach out? No. You know, it's just like, why? Like, this is weirdly toxic. I don't know why, like, you you attempt to. (laughs) And it just seems like the only reason that they attempt to guilt trip their kid is so they can get something out of it. I'm just like, gross. This is disgusting. And that's the thing, like, a lot of the generations ahead of us, 
yeah. feel this that they have to deal with toxicity from family members out of a guilt, maybe that's what right? it is and yeah I, I feel like it's like a passed down generational trauma yeah. thing of like you know well my parents treat me like shit so i'm gonna treat my kid like shit and that doesn't make any sense to me and you like, have to forgive me i don't have to say i'm sorry right no i don't have, have to. to forgive me you have to i'm not obligated to forgive you i'm yeah. not obligated to feel any way like that's ridiculous this this also is the same with like mental health stuff like you push away Older generations push away like mental health and say like, oh, it's all in your head and this that, and the other thing. And it's just like, bro, no, it's real. And like you're traumatized too. And like if you like accept that and maybe go to therapy, maybe you'd get better and realize that that you're hurting your your, your friends as well. Like you're hurting your kids. Yeah. <sighs> you know, hurt people hurt people. But like for fuck's sakes, go to therapy, please. And, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. that is that's the thing like gets all in your head well that's why i talk to someone so we can get it right yeah we can touch right. it we can work on it like there, uh, me- mental health is so important it's not just like your mindset and everything else and that's i think that's what's so hard to get through to people who don't respect it is that you know it's mm-hmm. not a mindset it's not that <clears throat> you wake up and you choose to feel certain ways or you know, right. this other stuff, like, I, you know, everybody would choose to wake up and be so happy, but it's just, you know, with your, there's, it's so, there's so many complex operations of the human mind, body, and spirit that, um, absolutely. It, it's just, it, it, it's how, how do you, you know, explain that to people who don't want it explained kind of a thing. So right. that's, why, that's I mean, why talking about it is, you know, you get those epiphanies. I I heard some I all right hold on I have a video for this actually because I I heard a video or I watched a video or I liked a video recently, um, that was regarding that regarding the people that don't listen to you, um, and basically the it, it was coming from like a business point of view, but it was very fucking true when it comes to mental health as well. If someone is not listening to you. If they're just if they're just spouting their bullshit just to spout their bullshit and make their point, then they're not listening. Stop talking to them. Stop <laughs> talking to them. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. You know, you have to find the people that are willing to have a conversation with you that are willing to listen to you. Because until until you have that good communication, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to speak into a wall, a very very stubborn wall. You know. And, and this happens so many times on Mental Health Monday where, like, someone new will come in and will say something. And I'm just like, you're not here to have a conversation. You're here to have an argument. I put someone on blast, actually, on Twitter because I banned them from my chat. And then they came at me on Twitter. And I'm like, nah, I made the decision to, like, not take this shit. So I'm just going to, quote, retweet you and just be like, all right, great. You want to do this shit? Here's all the fucking receipts and screenshots of your messages and my chat responding back to you. Because you're an ignorant son of a bitch. Fuck off. <laughs> and I just kept going at it. Social media for you. That's social media for you. But yeah, yeah, I wanted to touch quickly on the what you guys were saying about the generational stuff. I think, yes. and obviously how therapy, again, there's many avenues that one can take um, to to obviously better their mental health. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm close, close to my heart is therapy, one-on-one counseling, what have you. And um, I think for some folks, yeah, they don't really understand. And I'm not making any excuses. Absolutely not. Um, Because you do come to a point where 
you understand that your behavior is is is, is toxic, but some folks don't even understand that their entire personality is a trauma response. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. exactly. And that is what's passed down to the child. And that child, obviously, once that child becomes an adult and has children, doesn't understand that their personality came about because of their parents' trauma response, said personality, that being passed down. And that's then how that child is going to raise their child um, with that trauma response. <laughs> Personally, you see what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. when therapy, in my opinion, obviously, everybody has their opinions about therapy. But for sure. me, at least, uh, therapy helped me to... Uh, you know, attach words to certain memories, attach mm-hmm. concepts to certain um, situations to kind of understand the track that I was on and why what happened happened. That is, I guess, for, for folks out there who just are just so against therapy, that's really mm-hmm. how it helped me. Um, you know, it's not a magic pill you're going to receive. Obviously, no. you have to do the work, um, right. but it can really help. And it sounds like Waba, you are one for therapy as well. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely pro therapy. I, I'm definitely pro seeking help in general. I mean, again, yeah. you talked earlier about uh, normalizing mental health and and getting rid of mental health stigma. Um, one of those is literally normalizing reaching out for help, yeah, normalizing yeah. going to therapy, normalizing having a conversation with your doctor. Normalize talking with your friends about, you know, medications or talking about, mm-hmm. you know, thoughts. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, like the entirety of suicide prevention um, skill set has to do with fucking just talking about having an open conversation, not being afraid to have that conversation. Hell, you could even say even substance abuse has to do with that as well. Being open to the conversation, being open to to exploring you know your yourself you know putting that mirror up you know definitely uh, just like you know honestly so when i gave up drinking i just gave up drinking i didn't right go to the root cause of it so i didn't better myself it was the podcast that kind of shined that mirror back and i had my feet down but i was someone who was against uh i wouldn't say against but i was stubborn to the idea of going to therapy right like Mm. Oh, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't need it because things are going well in my life, like all this stuff. But then I went and I like, right, you trick yourself benefits of it. And I'm like, right. gosh, I'm such a doofus for, <laughs> for waiting right, so kick, long you, you, to do you kick this. yourself afterwards. Yes. So like, even if you feel like everything is great, just talking to someone who is objective about everything that you know, you, you're talking about, um, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. It's something that, you know, I can't overstate, uh, but then there, you know, having that holistic approach and stuff too. And we talk about, you know, the mindfulness, like finding that hobby that you can connect with that can help you decompress and just focus on yourself. Right. That is so important as well, but like, that's, in addition to, in addition to, or it could be the main thing, and therapy could be in addition to. It doesn't have to be a, a main thing as well. Like all of this, there's no right answer to it, and that's that's definitely another thing to to say. Everybody's unique, right? Everybody's unique. Yeah, everybody's, yeah. Everybody's I, I, I've said this before. Don't be afraid to shop around for the therapist that fits you best as well. Yeah, because because okay. I think there is a giant step definitely to get into therapy. There's a lot of stigma there, but then afterwards, it's like, okay, I'm in therapy. 
but this isn't working out. This isn't going well. They're not right for me, but I'm afraid to leave. Um, and I always tell people, you know, part of the conversation of getting into therapy is also don't be afraid to shop around. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to speak up as well, because a lot of people get very afraid in front of like authority figures or perceived authority figures, especially doctors, right? Um, you know, they'll they'll be very afraid to say something or like they'll say something and then they won't get heard and they won't get be, be helped. And I've told people, honestly, you kind of have to threaten doctors. And I hate to say it that way, but you do. You have to be like, all right, great. Can you write down in my notes that you refuse to fucking help me with this issue that I've brought up to you several times? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'll fucking wait here until you press save on that note. Yeah. Like, and then it's like, oh, you get helped right away suddenly. Very important, very true. Uh, Actually, for some folks out there, and people don't really, people don't understand that if you are denied, um, if you brought to, uh, brought something to your doctor multiple, multiple, multiple times, they just keep Mm -hmm. denying any help with it. Have them save that in their notes. I'm I'm so glad you brought that up, Baba. Absolutely, uh, really glad you brought that up. So, as we start to kind of get towards the end here, I kind of really want to just, Run through quickly again, Guaba, of your schedule, just so the folks listening can kind of, kind of, obviously catch on to what you're doing, when you're doing it, and how to gain access. Sure, I got you. <laughs> um, where is it? Oh, it's in final products. Never mind. Um, yeah, sure. So, generally speaking, we. Boop, there we go. There oh, it is. Awesome. So for nice. those listening, schedules popped up on YouTube. So if you go to the YouTube video, you'll be able to find uh, Waba's schedule. And then, so uh, yeah, go ahead. This is so. This is a general. Um, Mondays are always Mental Health Mondays at seven p.m. And this is all times in EST, Eastern Standard Time. Convert to your own time. Um, we start at seven p.m. for a check-in with the community. We just kind of talk about how we're doing, where our mental health's at, how our self-care is at. All that good stuff, you know, we encourage each other to take care of yourselves. You know, first and foremost, you have to take care of yourself before you can even begin to take care of others. Um, And then at 8 p.m., we have guests on, usually one or two. Uh, This week, we're going to have three guests on. It's going to be Pochfad, his wife Star, and Make Art with Maki, um, all talking on intersectionality. And that's what we've been talking about this month, and we'll continue to talk about that as well next month with a lot of other amazing uh, creators out there. Um, I've been talking exclusively to BIPOC folks, which is Black, Indigenous, people of color, um, about this topic because I feel like their stories, more than anyone else's stories, are never really showcased. They're never really valued as much in media. So I wanted, I, I hate to like pigeonhole it to a month. So I'm just like, I had so many, I had so much interest in it. So I'm just like, you know what, make it two months. Hell, it might even be three months at this rate. Um, the way we're going, That's which is awesome, awesome to me. I love awesome. the conversation. Um, and I love hearing people's stories. Um, I don't stream Tuesday. I don't stream Wednesday. Thursday, I do a YouTube upload. Right now, we're doing a series with Nobody Listens to Mori of Vampire the Masquerade. I'll also start be recording, start be re-recording um, my Dragon Quest Nine series with one of my other mods on Twitch, Turn. It's just kind of like a series of like I record games with my mods that they're passionate about. Um, just to find out like what they think about the game. Um, Fridays, uh, we do 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., and that's my Metroid right now block. Uh, we just went through Metroid Prime 1, so now we're in Metroid Prime 2. We're about halfway through the game. Pretty good. Um, Saturdays, uh, 
at 12 p.m. noon. It's not on here, but it'll be on next week's schedule. At 12 p.m. noon to 3 p.m., we do D&D. I have two D&D groups, a VTuber D&D and uh, Horror the Horror the Twitch streamers. So Horror the Twitch streamers, Horror the VTubers. I'm a VTuber for the VTuber one. I have a couple of models that I use um, that Mori made for me. But yeah, it's with awesome uh, VTubers such as Mori Haddis, uh, Rin, and Nixie. And you can all meet them then. And then the one with the Twitch streamers is with Crazy's Queen Bronak, her husband Rift, and my friend Kyle, who's Death Saves Advantage on Twitch. Um, and then also on Saturday, 5 to 10, we usually do either Sims or Meme Review. It just kind of switches out every other week. Sims, you can be made into a Sim. The chat usually gets made into Sims. You follow the other instructions in the Selfies channel. If you want to be made into a Sim, we have like five households at this point, And we just kind of switch between all of them at some point during the stream, or we just kind of focus on one or two. Um, so it's a lot of fun, a lot of chaos. It's Sims, you know, Sims 4. Um, and then finally, Sunday, just to round out the week, uh, we have another variety slot. We were playing Deltarune, and before that, we were playing Psychonauts 2. Uh, and now the community voted again, and they chose Skyward Sword over Metroid Dread. So we're playing Skyward Sword uh, tonight at 5 p.m., and it's going to be first time playing it. I'm going to try to play with controller, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, should be a lot of fun. Thank you. And in, the mean, in the meantime, Sky has jumped back into my arms here. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Thank you. With that, is there is there any game that you look forward to playing on stream in the future? Like, uh, you know, is it Metroid Dread or is there a game coming out soon that you're going to be playing mm-hmm. on stream that you really look forward to playing? Uh, yes, but I'm not sure if it's going to be a great stream game, but I'm going to stream it anyway. Um, and it's Advanced Wars Reboot Camp 1 oh, and 2. Nice. Because um, I absolutely adore the Advanced Wars series. I think it's so much fun. Um, and I kind of want to show it off to my community, if not for just like one stream, maybe more. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I find it as a very fun uh, strategy war game type-ish. Um, just turn-based war game with you know co powers and different abilities and stuff so it's fun and i'm really happy that it's getting a reboot so it's like super hd and kind of looks like anime-esque like cartoony (laughs) i love it 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 looks fun it looks fun and i've heard through the grapevine rumors that like all the music is like redone and like there might be voice acting as well and i'm like oh i'm so excited i'm so excited (laughs) to see what it looks like it's amazing when you get these games those old games where you read everything and you know, obviously right. in your head, you're kind of adding a little something onto it when you're reading it, mm-hmm. but then you hear the voice acting and you're like, okay, this is way better than what I even remember reading right. this. It's just, yeah, it's awesome. So <laughs> I'm happy for I you. I mean, great. even if there's no voice acting, I like to voice act myself, so I'll just make voices <laughs> for all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. I I just wanted to say something mm-hmm. too. We were talking earlier about yeah. games with mental health. Like, yes. I don't think The Last of Us and Last of Us Part Two gets enough credit about the mental health aspects that it mm-hmm. covers. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's other reasons that Last of Us Part Two, like, obviously, it's you know transphobes and mm-hmm. all of the above and misogyny, right? Um, but like though the way that those games take you on a journey, like the characters going through these mental the mental health hurdles and everything else that goes mm-hmm. on like i think that those games do a really good job and i don't think it's celebrated as much as it should be with what they've managed to get on their storytelling and i really want to play psychonauts too so 
with you, you, should. you know you reminding me i really i need to get in that i got oh. so many games i have to beat though <laughs> well last of us 2 last of us 2 is the most awarded game of all time so i mean they're yeah and now it's going to be an hbo series nice. so i mean it's 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 it's, it's it, it received most definitely its recognition because it's it's the most successful game as well hmm. for folks um they are they are most definitely huge supporters of the lgbtqia plus community uh, big time actually the main character um identifies as gay mm-hmm. and they have the the flag the colors like painted on the streets i mean they are big time supporters of every single um you know social group in a sense for lack of a better better you know term right there but um yeah i, th- I think by them winning all the awards as well like folks obviously are playing the game mm-hmm. or looking for the hbo series it's a wonderful platform I just think when we talk mental health games, I don't think it's mentioned maybe as much as it could be because it really does, especially part two, obviously, like that's a lot of what that game is the stories about. So um, it's it's so good. I just I just wanted to throw that on my list. And then like the the uh, obviously Celeste, like it is such a Mm -hmm. game. and the story that it tells is a 2D platformer. I don't know if I'll be skilled enough for Celeste, but I'll give it a try. They have point. an invincibility mode too. Um, oh, do they? So that's like nice. that—that's also a game where they focused on accessibility. Um, but yeah, I've heard a lot of like I'm not great at th- at 2D. I, we talked about this before the show. I'm real. I'm actually bad at 2D <laughs> but right, platformers we and adventure games and yes. stuff like that. At adventure action games, so. Uh, I I think you could do it if I could do it, but I need to do I okay. need to do like older games too. So, right, um, you know, with everything mm-hmm. that's out there in the world right now, I just want to take this time. Thank you, Waba, for creating Aww. the community that you have and being so wholesome and uh, understanding. Like what you're doing is really important, and uh, that needs to be stated. So, um. You know, winding thank you down. for having me on. <laughs> You've been wonderful. This is a this has been a great conversation. It was a lot of fun. I I figured it would be, but I was glad that it ended up being. Um, you know, catch it. Waba at twitch.tv slash Waba Streams, W A B A Streams. Uh, you know, they're always wholesome, very welcoming community. Um is there anywhere else where people can find you, Waba? Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, I actually have three YouTubes. Shh. <laughs> Waba VODs and Waba Shorts, but Shorts are the same as TikTok. So if you don't have a TikTok, Waba Shorts is your is your home for all the Shorts. Okay. Um, and then Discord as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm on. Oh, Instagram as well. Yeah, I'm on pretty much every platform. At awesome. least I hope so. All the major ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's something we got to get better at. Social. One day. So this has been Untapped Keg Podcast, our podcast about sobriety and mental health. We're part of the Believe Podcast Network. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Please gamble responsibly. And if you feel like you need to reach out, please reach out. Um, you can catch us at Untapped Keg everywhere. Untapped Keg on YouTube. Untapped Keg on Twitter. Everywhere we're just Untapped Keg. Feel free to email us, untappedkeg at gmail.com if you'd like to email us 
if you're going through a rough patch, we will get back to you as soon as we see it. Uh, obviously, sometimes life gets in the way, but we will get back to you as fast as we can. And uh, we don't mind having conversations. Mons, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me at MonteBall28 on Twitter, MonteBall on Instagram. Please, obviously, on top cake pages as well. Send us topics, questions, et cetera. We'll most definitely get back to you. RJ, where can they find you? Uh, find me at it's Trickster on Twitter, ITZ. The I is a one in Trickster. And let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today, because at least if we don't make it, we tried. Thank you so much for being here, Waba. It was an absolute Thank you for having me. It was an honor. You you have a wonderful week and a great day. You too. And we look forward to talking to you again. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.